This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. So uh, I, th- I think that one, one area that I quite like is moving towards toothpaste tablets. They're not really toothpaste, but they're a tablet instead of a paste. Um, the big problem with toothpastes is that often the, uh, the toothpaste itself, the tube itself is made out of a combination, sometimes plastics. Try to move away from metals because the combination of metal and plastic makes them even more difficult to recycle. If you've got plastics, then rolling them up, there's some companies actually even uh, will try to design it so that 10% of the toothpaste is left in the tube that you can't get to. That 10% is wasted. And all of these uh, toothpastes have got microplastics in. So we're putting these microplastics in our mouth, which help to scour the surface of the enamel. But we then spit that into the water supply, goes off down into the water waste and, uh, of course, into our rivers and streams. So that's quite a worrying thing. And I think that if we can move towards other forms of um, perhaps toothpaste that don't have microplastics in or uh, toothpaste tablets, then that could be a good move forwards. I was sh- I was shocked to learn that not that long ago, that there were microplastics right in the toothpaste. And w- we ordered some tooth tablets but they had to come from the UK and we're in Canada it took forever to get this bottle but it was a great big bottle and it's still going two years later or something but you know then there's the whole question of you know does it work are you supposed to have fluoride like there's all those questions and then um, we've tried the tooth like the paste that you can buy in the health food store that's made with clay and things like that and uh, and that works, but it, again, it's more expensive than the ones that are that are mass produced that aren't good for the planet, right? It's the same old issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think the, the they're small companies very often, so their margins are much more difficult to to achieve. And as a result, they're trying to work around that by creating a subscription model for their business. But I contacted um, a tablet company a few weeks back uh, just interested to find out what they offered to the dental profession, dental professionals, dental practices. And I just haven't had a response back. And I've had that happen a few times over the years. People just don't respond. So I think they're clearly wanting to go direct to the consumer because that's where they feel the proper profit is for them. Yeah, but also because um, there are small companies and there are startups. And so this is something I see a lot that small companies, the founders spend a lot of time, energy on developing their product and don't really take care of sales. There's different sales channels they can go to. So I don't think it's because they are not very interested. Maybe it's because they are not very well organized as well. Yeah, yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Yeah. And some of the earlier tablets didn't have fluoride in at all. And I always I always feel that fluoride is a good thing to have in a a tooth cleaning product. And um, if people are worried about fluoride, I often say, well, do you drink tea? Because most people do. The average tea leaf contains a thousand parts per million fluoride, just the same as toothpaste. So there's a huge amount of fluoride in it. It does favorably suck up fluoride. And although that isn't available fluoride to your mouth when you drink tea, there is a reasonable amount in terms of the volume you're drinking. So you could probably end up taking in more fluoride per year by drinking tea than you would by using toothpaste. (laughs) There you go. You learn something every day. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. But since you mentioned that there's small plastic, like small pieces of plastic in toothpaste, I looked at all my toothpaste tube and none of them mentioned that. So 
Can you confirm that it's an old toothpaste that we use? There's usually something like um, polyethylene or something of those those sorts of uh, words that are used. So it'll be a chemical name that's used. So they won't say microplastics, um, but it'll be the word. If you see the word poly and uh, ethyl, those are telling you that there's some kind of plastic ingredient in there. But that's that's really bad because there's no way that microplastic can be recycled. It's a little like. Uh, People use the term citrate instead of citric acid because they don't want they want to hide the idea that there's an acid in something. So you you kind of just use your terminology. It's there, but yeah, you've got to know what you're looking for. So what can the regular person do? <laughs> um, <laughs> is is there a better way to talk to your your dental provider about this uh, as a patient? Um, like ha- what what can each person listening to this take action on? I think there are different levels. Uh, Us as patients, and I talk about me cleaning my teeth, I can make a move to using toothpaste tablets. If I do that, then I will use uh, one with fluoride in it. Um, There are uh, flosses that uh, are made out of corn starch and corn fiber, so those are uh, biodegradable. And Toothbrushes that we can get, which don't uh, don't use plastic, or, or at least if you you can move in the right direction and not use as much plastic. Talking to your dentist or your orthodontist about it, and it, again we go back to the carbon almanac and the children's almanac and how uh, we want to encourage children to talk to their parents. And if if children are um, uh, thinking about this, then you know they can talk to their parents, and that helps with the family. And this can all be raised with the orthodontist as well. So. You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again, as together we can change the world.